Pants in white satin Never reaching the end Letters I've written Never meaning to send Beauty had always is With these eyes before
Wow, that's pretty good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Hi, it's Aisha here from God FM. I hope you're having a lovely, lovely day. And uh, that you're, you know, enjoying this beautiful weather. If you're in the UK, it's really beautiful and sunny. And it's very interesting, isn't it? How we have really beautiful weather on the bank holiday Easter weekends. It's like everybody goes home and everybody rests. And they aren't spraying the skies with things. <laughs> so maybe that's why we have nice weather on the bank holidays. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> my sermon today is about zombies and uh, my, so my sermon is called Zombies. Today is the 8th of April 2023 and I'm going to go through what a zombie is and how it uh, seems to be in the world today and how I've connected it all to, to the dead. But also that we need to remember who we are. If we are alive in Christ, the enemy and the demons and Satan has no dominion or jurisdiction in your life. So you need to know who you are. But also it's a war between truth and lies, (laughs) life and death, and light and darkness. Because those who speak lies are in the darkness and not able to see. Hmm. So it's a war between non-reality and reality. So I'm finding anyway. (laughs) So zombies is a topic that is an uncomfortable subject because we think of it like one of these horror films, don't we? Hmm. But the world has become a crazy place. I remember when this all kicked off, I was speaking to someone on the phone and I was saying, yeah, the world's gone mad. Hmm. And really it has. It's gone crazy. Everything's backwards. Uh, the truth is lies and lies is truth. You know, this is what we have. we're not allowed to tell the truth. We're censored. It's very hard to communicate with people. They don't want to hear you. It's, it's like we're not in the same place. Something happened, and now we're in a different type of reality. I don't relate to anyone. <laughs> I feel a bit alienated. I feel outcast even more than I did before. But then I also at the same time I feel reunited with my brothers and sisters in Christ who are of the same thinking. And so I want to also share with you the fact that We are joined together in the spirit, those who are alive in Christ. So we may not be with each other personally, but in our spirits we are. And we have got Christ with us as well. And that gives us our strength. And it's believing this and having faith in this that keeps us going. Yes. Okay. So, um, to get started... Um, I wanted to start with what a zombie is according to Encyclopedia Britannia and to see what it defines a zombie as. My um, thesis today is zombies and how they relate to today. Are the zombies in the movies 
a clear reflection of what the dead are and is it possible that their depiction of the zombies is portrayed in such a fashion that we're expecting the same type of zombies from the movies when in fact we've already got zombies around here but you just don't know that they're zombies so i've got to look at things like dead people what happens to dead people i'm also going to go through what the bible says about the dead and see how it all ties in with also some folklore the stories of gilgamesh um and whether there's any mention of the dead in the bible as zombies and how we can relate to this because i believe this is a war on truth and understanding you see if you have understanding it means that you've got an idea of what to expect and i think the knowledge side is about unfolding this truth isn't it it's an unveiling which is happening at the moment which you have when you go before the altar before the lord when you pray but also a, a bride is unveiled before the altar at the church so as we're reaching the end of the world as we know it i believe that the truth has to come to light and then the lies will have to fall away because the lies cannot comprehend the light and they cannot overcome it so we've got everything that we have in the bible as the written word of god which is god which is in also the heavens the word and then we've got the word coming alive inside us so if we can understand that this is multidimensional as well so it's a spiritual thing it's a physical thing but it's also a state of your mind and your consciousness and your understanding of which reality you stand on as in the rock of Jesus Christ and you're firm in your faith and belief and strong in that belief that you are unshakable i've often referred to kairat our horse who we referred to as bombproof no matter what happened if a truck drove by or an airplane went by or anything like this 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 horse would not be shaken and so we need to be a bit like this also but for us to reach this we have to go through many trials i believe and also testing and in this we become closer to the lord through our testing because we realize that people are not there for us but the lord is there and he's so happy to share his love and help you through no matter what problem you have small or great his presence is so majestic and mighty i can feel his presence as i'm speaking to you today i feel confident full of the power the spirit of truth the love of christ 
and the love of Christ also, the love generally conquers all, but it unites us. You see, so it's a warrior, as in warrior war weapon, as in the truth. Because if you really love someone, you will not tell lies. So interesting how it's connected. And that's why Jesus says to people, I never knew you. Because if they believe lies, they're misled and they're in the darkness. So there's two teams, the light and the dark, the truth and the lies, and the life and the death. The devil is dead, lived backwards. So... With Jesus comes the word, the truth, the light, and the life. With Satan comes lies, death, darkness. And it's, it's, it's a separation also from the truth and the life. So we've got to fight for the truth in everything we do, I believe, anyway. Okay, so back to it. On the Encyclopedia Britannia, Zombies is depicted as follows. Zombie, undead creature frequently featured in works of horror fiction and film. While its roots may possibly be traced back to the zombie of the heightened Vodo religion, the modern fictional zombie was largely developed by the works of the American filmmaker George A. Romaro. Characteristics, although a word zombie has been applied to different types of creatures, they generally share a few defining characteristics, perhaps most importantly, a lack of free will. Zombies are usually wholly subordinate, as in they're subject to another authority, either to an outsized force or such as a sorcerer or an overwhelming desire such as the need for human flesh or revenge or simply to do violence. Another important distinction made by some is that a zombie is the animated corpse of a single being, usually a human. Zombies are frequently depicted as the shamblings and rottings, although it is in some instances their bodies may be preserved, especially when magic is involved and they may sometimes display superhuman characteristics such as increased strength and speed. Zombies may be created in a variety of ways. Early depictions, drawings from height and Vodo, often represented witchcraft as a means for reviving corpses. Heightened zombies are said to be created by maleficent priests or sorcerers for the purpose of doing their bidding. There are two potential parts to the voodoo process. First, a zombie astral is created by removing a part of the person's soul. Then this part of the soul may be used for further magic, including the revivification of the person's corpse, or zombie corpse, cadaver. Methods of zombification developed in fiction include radiation exposure and contagion, Especially noteworthy in the latter case is the danger of so-called zombie apocalypse, in which the eventual zombification of the human population through virulence seems inevitable. Zombies are often depicted as proliferating 
by killing or infecting others, usually by biting, who then become zombies themselves. It is generally accepted that the impulse and drive experienced by the walking dead resides in the brain. Therefore, removing the head or otherwise destroying the brain-body connection will stop them. Because zombies are in most cases already deceased, it is usually deemed impossible to kill them by conventional methods such as gunshot, poisoning or stabbing, unless the brain is damaged or destroyed. In instances where zombification is caused by magic, a zombie may potentially be stopped by the death of its master. The word zombie itself entered the English lexicon in the 18th or 19th century, often attributed to British writer Robert Southey, although the idea of the walking dead had existed in various cultures for centuries. The idea of zombie is fiction, but is widely believed to have been galvanized by the non-fiction book of The Magic Island, a travelogue of Haiti by William Seabrook, first published in 1929, which details his observations of voodoo zombie. Three years after the Magic Island's publication, the first feature-length zombie film was made. White Zombie, inspired by the book and by a stage play called Zombie, which was released shortly after that. (laughs) I know, I know. Why am I talking about zombies? Well, because it connects to what's going on. I know, I'm going to get there. It's not a very nice subject. But this is from the Lord. He wants me to discuss this because it connects everything. Okay. So what else have I got? Well, we've got many other zombie films as well. So we've got um, The Night of the Living Dead, 1968. Many, many other films which I don't need to list for you, I'm sure. But isn't it interesting to see how um, Encyclopedia Britannia describes a zombie? I think it's very, very interesting, yes? I do. Mm. Now, let's have a look at what a, a zombie is on Google. They also go on about the mythological undead corporeal revenant created through a reanimation of a corpse. Zombies are most commonly found in horror and fantasy less than much the same thing, but it goes into some very interesting stuff. The term comes from the heightened folklore, again mentioned in this, um, and its immediate depictions are reanimation of the dead often do not involve magic, but rather science, fictional methods such as carriers, fungi, radiation, mental diseases, vectors, pathogens, parasites, scientific accidents. So apparently this word zombie was first recognized in 1819 in the history of Brazil by the poet Robert Southey. So That's interesting because now we're talking about parasites, fungi, and things like that. Yeah. 
Very interesting. If you notice, worms, it's also about worms. Um, how can I put this? Cancer, as I've discovered, is worms. It's a parasite. And what they do is they take over your body, worms, and they poo and wee in your, your bloodstream. And it, you have often leaky guts with it. And it's what I call pre, well, what they tell me is pre-cancer. Anyway, the Lord told me to deal with it just like worms because they make you crave sugar and they give you bad moods and, you know, foggy, foggy head and stuff like this. So it's all connected with all of this. Because if you notice, people who've had the injection have clotting of their blood, which means their blood stopped flowing. The blood is the soul and it's the life of the person. So if your blood is stopped, that means you're not alive anymore. That's why it's so important to know this. <clears throat> so it's interesting that they bring up the fact that worms um, and parasites are involved also with the zombie theme, isn't it? I think so, because when you have this injection that they're wanting everyone to have, it's injecting what seems to be little wormy things that lay eggs. And if you chop the head off, it just has another eight legs or another eight heads, and it just reproduces itself again and again, and it's a recurring structure. Um, but it's also nanotype of technology which connects with its other um, little eggs that have now sprouted. And in the clotted bodies of the people, what we're finding is that we're getting parasitic, long, big things in people's bodies. And the other thing is when the scientists have studied all of this, and there's been many people who study these funny parasitic things, is they connect to each other. And it looks a bit like a nanochip, you know, like you get a new computer. So I believe it's creating an operating system. So once your blood stops flowing, you technically cannot be alive. It's a fact. So if your blood has stopped flowing, what else is keeping you from continuing your usual motions of walking, talking, speaking? If your soul is no longer there because the blood is not alive as in flowing, your spirit won't be there either. And so something else must be operating those people. And so, you see, the clotting of blood only happens with dead people. So you shouldn't have clotting on your blood unless you're dead. Obviously, you have strange clots sometimes on your legs. Like my gran, she had clots on the back of her legs. And, you know, this would cause little ruptures and she'd have little black marks where she'd have bruising because there was a rupture of the blood vessels because they weren't getting enough oxygen and able to travel around the body. So it's just about being sensible with it and understanding a little bit of it. But if your whole body 
He is filled with thick blood that is congealed, which only happens when you're dead. Then he cannot be alive anymore. So, is my belief that the movies that they make, where they show dead people reanimated and behaving strangely, walking around like in the zombified states of the movies, this is to mislead the public and everybody to believe this is what zombies look like. But I don't think that's what zombies look like. I think zombies are already walking the earth. But I have so much more to tell you. So interesting it is. <laughs> so we've got all the zombies in folklore that I've already discussed. There's also stuff in Africa about zombies. Um, we've got the Central African origin of the heightened zombie. Um, and you can read all about this online. Um, oh, there's also the zombie of Gilgamesh. That I thought was very interesting also. Because Gilgamesh keeps appearing uh, and it relates to the Bible. And I might have to do a sermon all about that as a separate thing. But it's interesting that it comes up in that, the epic of Gilgamesh. Uh, it's a slightly modified version, isn't it? Um, then we've also got the term zombie apocalypse. Um, and this also is similar to the, the end of the world, isn't it? The apocalypse. The, and, but it sounds a bit like the apocrypha, don't you think? I think it does. So many interesting things. It's like the, uh, the film Terminator. Why is the film called Terminator? Well, because these creatures that are created out of metal, which is nanotechnology, which is the opposite to God, it's AI, because God is I am, so it's the opposite, as in the devil is dead, lived backwards. They hate us. God created us in his image, and Satan hates us, and so does all of his demons that were led to, to try and destroy our lives, to, to destroy creation as you know it. Because God is about life and Satan is about death. So if you understand this, then you'll be able to see a bit more in the world what's going on. Hmm. Um, okay. <sighs> so um, I've done a bit of a summary on, on what... Um, a zombie is. So from what I've read so far, they're not able to control their own mind. They often have a hive mind. Uh, they're physically dead, uh, but their body still operates, even though they're physically dead. But they're operating without a mind and without a soul of their own and without a spirit as well because their blood is now congealed and solidifies which means they must be dead these are essential elements 
to be alive, having your own mind, having oxygen and having blood flowing through, having your soul and your spirit. If you haven't got those things, then you are dead. It's very simple, really. You're no longer alive. I believe this is what's happening with the injected people. Their blood is no longer circulating their body. And so for me, this is a very interesting scenario because it means that all the films that we've been watching, they've been trying to tell us what they're doing, but they've just de depicted it slightly differently to what we might expect. Yeah. If we hadn't had all these zombie films, we wouldn't really be expecting them to look like the ones on the films. Yeah. But also, anybody who's had this injection, many people have noticed that uh, they behave differently. And uh, I had a friend who worked with someone who had had the injection in a nursing home. And they walk around looking at the sky. And they, you know, sort of mid-conversation, just suddenly look up at the sky. And they're just not there. You know, um, but also people have said that once they've had the injection, they cannot feel the Lord. Some people who are Christians who have had the injection no longer believe in God. Very interesting because the Bible tells me that Jesus will be cut off, not for himself, but for the people. And the light of the bride and the light of the bridegroom will not shine in them anymore. So this, I can only assume that the light of Jesus goes out and the Holy Spirit departs. I believe that there's a process that goes on and it takes a little while for the full takeover to happen. And I believe that those people who recognize they've done wrong can repent and seek the Lord. It doesn't mean that they won't suffer the wrath of Lord, the Lord, but it, what I'm saying is that only salvation is in Jesus, who is the truth and the life and the light. So we can only pray. Mm -hmm. So as I say, I believe we've been expecting a different type of zombie. If you look at the World War Z film, um, what you'll notice is the, um, in the World War Z film, it's got Brad Pitt in it, and uh, one lady gets bitten by a zombie, and he chops her arm off, and that stops it. And another way to stop the zombies attacking the people was to inject some type of um, virus into the people of the healthy, so that the zombies didn't go for them because the zombies targeted the living. So if you had something wrong with you, then you weren't fully living. But I don't personally believe in viruses. Um, I believe that we have one body and our body is capable of healing things. But also, this is a war between truth and lies and life and death, light and darkness. What does this mean? Well, I'm finding out about fake food now as well. Uh, so if something is a lie, 
then it isn't real and it doesn't exist. So I believe when we ate from the tree of the garden of wisdom, knowledge of good and evil, we got trapped in a different reality because we became followers of death, sin and darkness and the devil and we were in bondage to death and Satan and slaves. And that's why Jesus had to come here to set us free from this death covenant that we'd entered into. Because by following Satan, we became his slaves and he became our master. So Jesus came to break those chains. But they're trying to enslave us now. But if you recognize what Jesus did for us, and you are reborn in Christ, then you've got to stand by the truth, not be led astray. And that's our strength, being alive, because we are real. That's why we're called Israel. It's not Israel, it's Israel. Because also when Jacob saw the angels going up and down to heaven, on the stairs to heaven, he was renamed Israel. Also, it was after the battle with the Lord. And he names this place Pineal. And it's just like the thing, they're sticking up your nose. Satan wants to rule your mind. The Lord is the only one who can read your mind and read your thoughts. And the Lord can control what you do and he can change your heart. But he gives you freedom of choice. But Satan cannot control your mind and he cannot control your thoughts or your emotions. He can send demons to cause havoc if you're part of the lies and you are part of unforgiveness or there's something in you that is not of the truth and the love of Christ, then you've left an opening for the demonic realm to enter your life. So it's about regular repentance. That's why I think you need to do the daily sinner's prayer every day or the daily sacrifice. It's really about protecting yourself because you are holy because the Lord is holy and remain holy. In the old days, if you sinned, you'd have to sacrifice an animal, go to a priest, yes? Now you don't have to do that because Jesus has taken that place. We are now the temple of God. So we are a holy temple. Isn't that amazing? We have nothing stopping us from having a relationship with the Lord. But this, just because we've got this, doesn't mean that we're not easily led astray. The only way to remain in the truth is remain on the rock and to rely only on the word of the Lord, which is his Bible. And to talk to the Lord at a one-to-one -one level. It's not just about believing in God. It's about your relationship with the Lord. Yes, because we've got to be able to say that we know the Lord. And then by reading all the stories, you get to feel for the love of Christ and how much the Lord loves you. The other movies I was thinking of, oh yes, let's now talk about a couple of other movies. So, in the other movies, there is I Am Legend. And in I Am Legend, it's got Will Smith in it. And he is basically the only survivor of this zombie apocalypse in New York or wherever it is. And 
there's I think there's another lady or two that turns up in the, in the film. But the main theme that I really found very interesting is in order for him to try and heal the zombies from being zombies back to humans, he had to reduce their temperature to minus 60 degrees. It's just like this uh, injection has to be minus 60 degrees before it's inserted into your body and then it is activated and then these things start to come alive and move around you and, and they reproduce very quickly. So I thought that was very interesting. And the, and the other one is the film called Cell. Uh, and in that film, everybody who answers their phone at this one moment in time becomes a zombie. And it's all connected remote, remotely through a hive mind. And all the zombies lie in a big pit, charging, recharging. It's all to do with electrics also and AI. Interesting. And uh, so it's about not picking up the phone. Yeah. I think that's very interesting. Not only this, but they went round in circles, just like the animals have been going round in circles, but also the people who are dying from this thing, they go round in circles before they die because they're seeing the Grim Reaper and they're... Um, they're trying to fight off whatever it is, uh, and then they die. It's like they do the twirl of death. Yeah. I think it's a type of frequency. All the people in China that were collapsing before all of this hit the rest of the world were reacting, I believe, to a 5G radiation type of frequency, and they were testing it out. And all the symptoms of the so-called COVID-19 are the same as radiation. Not being able to breathe. All of the things. I mean, it's just endless symptoms, actually, isn't it? Mm. Most of this I've covered very briefly about the congealed blood. Um, mm-hmm. What else? Oh, yes. So to verify that I'm not going crazy, I wanted to bring up who is preparing for a zombie type of apocalypse. Well, according to what I've been able to find out, um, there's many, many organizations. So... Um, that's why we've got to decide and work out what a real zombie is. Yeah. Um, Amazon uh, had an article in The Guardian on the 11th of February 2016. Amazon updates its terms of service to cover the zombie apocalypse. If the world ever ends via virus that causes human corpses to reanimate a zombie apocalypse by any other name, then Amazon's got your back. Sort of. So they've updated their terms of business to cover this. Yes. Hmm. Notice also that Amazon is a big organization. Have you noticed? Yeah. And they're also using a lot of robots to, to do everything. And 
basically when Amazon was set up, uh, it's a Masonic company and it is funded by the Masonics. Yeah, who have endless money. And it didn't matter that they made no money in the beginning because it was about establishing an Amazon network. Notice the word Amazon. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so it's a play on words, but also it also confirms to me that this has been a long term plan. Don't for a moment doubt these guys have been planning all this for some time. So that's how you're able to go back and check what's likely to happen. Okay. Then we've got the CDC, and they're also warning of a zombie apocalypse. And that's in the USA Today News. The CDC wants you to prepare for a zombie apocalypse. Yes, you read that right. If zombies were to start roaming the streets, yes, we said zombies. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention wants you to be prepared. In the midst of providing guidelines of an unprecedented pandemic, the Center for Disease Control updated its tips to prepare for another extreme occurrence, a zombie apocalypse. So <laughs> this is the kind of thing that we've got in the mainstream media. This is not a conspiracy, you know? Okay. So this is pretty true. I'm able to, you know, find this information very easily. In fact, the link to the CDC's article is no longer working. And so I was able to pick this off one of the news reports. Because after they did this article, they got flooded. Lots of people reading it. People like you and me who are trying to prove that they've been planning all this for some time. And to be talking about zombies means that they've got they've got something planned and they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So so these are things that these people have done. Um and also in the schools, there's many schools teaching kids about zombies and in the stories that they're reading them, it's all about being ready to live amongst zombies. And zombies are just like normal people. You mustn't be racist and you mustn't be prejudiced against the zombies. They're just a little bit different. See? So this is being normalized in the schools. So there's many articles as well for the zombie apocalypse. Um, we got the CDC which was on the 9th of December 2017. The Survival Guide for a Zombie Apocalypse. Um, then you've also got... Um, I think there's about 15 different articles all about being prepared for a zombie apocalypse. I'm not going to rattle them all off, um, but there's, yeah, there's done tons of them, all right? Uh, going right back to 2011. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Oh, well, I'll just mention one of them. Can Canadian Parliament prepares for zombie attacks after undead war on America. The Atlantic re retrieved January 2020, January the 12th. 
by Simpson Connor, which is a rerun of this February the 13th, 2013. So just put in Google and you, you could do your own searches. These sort of things aren't uh, restricted because they want you to know about it. So the, as I say, they've got the school books as well. So now we've established what they're expecting and the definition of a zombie. Let's have a look at what is considered dead. Yeah. So dead, um, the early part of this, uh, I've started just putting in little sections that tie in what a dead person is. Okay. To prevent rapid decay, funeral homes drain out the blood and other fluids since they facilitate faster decomposition. They then replace it with anti-decay chemicals, having the dead body preserved in this way may serve various purposes. When a body is embalmed, the blood isn't circulating anymore. It's just sitting there like a stagnant pool. Because your heart isn't pumping, the blood begins to settle by gravity to the lowest portions of the body, causing the skin to become discolored. This process may begin after about an hour following death and continue to develop until 9 to 12 hour mark post-mortem. Liver mortis and liver tea refers to the point at which a deceased person's body becomes very pale or ashen soon after death. This is due to the loss of blood circulating as the heart stops beating. In rigor mortis, the body becomes stiff and completely unpliable as all the muscles tense due to the change that occurs in them at a cellular level. Rigor mortis settles in about two to six hours after death and can last for 24 to 84 hours. After this, the muscles become limp and pliable once more. Isn't that interesting? I think it's very interesting that they become limp and pliable, but also I love the term cellular. Yes. Um, so if that's cellular, that's like a ring, which is like a covenant, which is like an agreement, but also a telephone call. Yes, just like Cell, the movie, all ties together. Another early process is that of algor mortis, which occurs when the body goes cold, cold as it ceases to regulate its internal temperature. How cold a body will go largely depends on its ambient temperature, which is naturally uh, matches within a period of about 18 to 20 hours after the death. Other signs of decomposition include the body assuming greenish tinge, skin coming off the body, marbling, tashnor, and of course, putrefaction. The other signs of decomposition, greenish tint of the body, uh, is due to the fact that the gases accumulate within the cavities, a significant component of which is a substance known as hydrogen sulfide. With the hemoglobin in blood to form sulfamogoblin or the greenish pigment that gives dead bodies their uncanny color. Oh, I want to just mention 
when I was reading about the black magic and all this, I thought, oh, it's very interesting because they also talk about this with um, pharmaceuticals, yes? So it's pharmacia, yeah? And nurses are omens. Interesting, yes? So it all ties into this science, yes? AI and all of it connecting. And then as for skin slippage, in which the skin neatly separates from the body, it might sound less disturbing once we remember that the whole outer protective layer of our skin is, in fact, made out of dead cells. The outer layer of the skin, stratum, corneum, is dead. It is supposed to be dead and fills the vital role in water conservation and protection of the underlying live skin. This layer is constantly being shed and replaced by underlying epidermis. Upon death, in the moist or wet habitats, epidermis begins to separate from the underlying dermis and it can then easily be removed from the body. When the skin comes clean off a dead person's hand, it is typically known as glove formation. The phenomenon known as marbling occurs when certain types of bacteria found in the abdomen migrate to the body vessels, causing them to assume a purple-greenish tint, this effect gives the skin on some body parts, usually the trunk, legs and arms, the appearance of marbling, hence the name. Moreover, in instances where the eyes remain open after death, the exposed part of the cornea will dry, leaving a red-orange to black discoloration. This is referred to as tache noire, which means black stain in French. Notice the black-eyed babies. Don't you think that's interesting? Also, anybody who sold their soul on the pop stars, you know, the pop singers, they, um, they shift and they become um, demonically uh, possessed where you can actually see the demon and they're often green, greeny color. Very interesting. Also, when you see people shifting on the TV and they often become like a zebra or greeny color, yeah, it's um, in their mouths. Their tongues are sometimes extended and quite long and they're a greeny color. And uh, when they're shifting, there's many heads and things like this. If you look at an audience on the TV, next time you're doing it, screenshot it as it's playing and then focus and look at the, the bodies, the people, and you'll see some of them have got a greeny tint to this. I've noticed it. I can actually see demons if I screenshot things and I can circle what a demon is and go, oh, yes, that's one. And I've noticed there's two or three different types of demons. One looks like um, aliens, you know, like the big black eyes, um, which are demons, yes. And then also I've noticed these other ones, which are sort of a square bush shape with big fat eyes, and they kind of look a bit sort of um, Mexican, sort of old, old voodoo type thing. I've noticed, and there's a couple of other things um, as well. Faces of people, it looks like a shadow, and you can actually see the faces. And in people's clothes, I can see it as well. I, I, you know, if I take a photo, I can really take it apart. 
Um, I've had a friend who helped me with this, um, and she can also see them. Okay, and then finally we've got purification, which is called nature's recycling process. In it, uh, it's facilitated by the stripped tissue, and only the skeleton remains. The blood is then pushed out of your body and replaced with a formaldehyde-based solution, which will fix the tissues and keep the body preserved for a little longer. Once the contents of the body goes into the sewer system, it is then put into the wastewater treatment plant to be cleaned and sanitized and then released into the environment and reused for water in factories, on farms, etc. Now, you should know that this is most likely going back into our water circulation, so we're drinking the dead, potentially, yeah? Sorry to tell you this. So boil your water if you can. We've got five stages of death. The first is the fresh stage, refers to the body right after the death when few signs of decompos decomposition is visible. Some processes that may begin at this point include greenish discoloration, liver mortis, and tashnoir. Some insects, typically flies, may also arrive at this stage to lay eggs from which larvae will later hatch, which will contribute to stripping the skeleton of the surrounding soft tissue. Now, many people are reporting fly problems. I believe that this happens because people are decaying. And it could well be the people who are walking around are decaying. They do start to look a little bit green. So these are the things to watch out for. I know it's rather revolting, but we need to know what we're dealing with. <sighs> Flies and their larvae, maggots, are created perfectly for the job they need to do. And many experts call them the unseen undertakers of the underworld. The egg-laying flies that are attracted to the dead bodies, these are mainly blue bottles from the Caliporogenes, which will lay eggs on orifices or wounds only because the very young larvae need to eat decaying flesh but can't break the skin to feed. Another type of fly is uh, ones that don't lay eggs but tiny maggots which can start consuming the flesh immediately. These are descriptively named sarcophagus <laughs> or flesh flies. At the second stage of decomposition, the bloated stage is when the petrification begins. Gases accumulate in the abdomen, therefore causing it to swell, give the body a bloated appearance. And then it goes down to the bones during the third stage, that of decay, the skin breaks due to petrification putrefaction, and the action of maggots allowing the accumulated gases to escape. Partly for this reason, this is when the body emanates strong, distinctive odors. The first note of putrefaction, yeah, putrefying human body, is the licorice smell, which is a strong citrus undertone, not a fresh summer fruits, mind you, more like can of orange-scented industrial bathroom spray shot directly up your nose. Add to that a day-old gases of white wine that has begun to attract flies. Top it off with a bucket of fish left in the sun. 
is what human decomposition smells like. Post-decay is the next to last stage of decomposition in which, as explained, the body is reduced to skin, cartilage and bone, and at this point various types of beetle usually come in to remove the softer tissues, leaving only the bones behind. reason why I'm bringing that up, notice you've got the beetles that they often have on the pyramids. Yes, interesting. The final stage of decomposition is a skeletal stage in which only the skeleton and sometimes hair is left. How long it takes for a body to decompose largely depends on the geographical area where the body is found. So whether it's hot or cold, I suppose, as well, whether it's dry or, or wet climate. So, mm-hmm. Horrible subject, I know, but um, you will probably notice that people have a different smell if they're changing, maybe different colors, maybe their eyes will be different. The Bible talks about the flesh falling off the bones, yeah, but people will be walking around and their skin will rot on their bones. I think this is very important. Um, and then also that their eyes will pop and explode. And this also fits with the decomposition of the body. Right, so now we need to just compare what happens with a zombie and what happens with a dead person. Yeah, okay. So um, if the celebrities are selling their cells um, and they're no longer alive, um, this means that most likely their body also decomposes. This is maybe why they need a sleeve. Hmm, interesting. Because they can buy a sleeve, you know, for £100,000 and transfer the consciousness over. Um, so if you notice, many celebrities, they go off to funny farms, don't they? Yeah, and they come back different, like their ears are in different places or uh, they've got you know, different noses or their eyes aren't the same level or they've got a new uh, mold in in a different place or they've got a tattoo that's on the wrong arm. <laughs> Lots of different things. Notice also that music um, is regulated and uh, copyrighted to the dead. This is why you're not allowed to use any of the music um, if you put any music from uh, one of these artists on a YouTube video or whatever, it's immediately removed or it's, you know, blocked from sharing because they're all about death. And if they've sold their soul, then they're part of a death covenant, which they've done. And the, the Bible talks about it, that they've done a deal with the dead. They have, they've sold their souls. Yeah. And so these are the, the teachings of the Bible. We're seeing it in a reality form, a bit like they live. <laughs> I believe that this reality, as you know it, is changing. It's coming back to um, a reality that we are able to see. The veil is being lifted and the lies will cease to exist because they're not real. We, As we wake up to the truth, the lies will not be able to penetrate us because we're in the truth. 
That's why we've got to research everything and make sure that we know what we are all about. We need to know who we are and who they are. Identifying what's dead, what's alive. Um, and the movies, obviously, they put out, tell us everything. Like the Terminator, it's to kill us all. It's really simple. Why would they call it that? That's their intention. Satan hates us. <laughs> it's crazy. I Am Legend is another one. Yeah. It's a play on words. It's a, you know, mocking God. Because God is I am, and so they're saying they are God. And then it's a legion, isn't it? Legend. A legion, which is demonic. Yeah. So it's all there. So what is alive and what is dead? This is the, the, the main question. Working out what is alive and what is dead. What do they mean in the Bible when... When we're, we're talking about dead and alive, Jesus talks about letting the dead bury the dead, doesn't he? It's very interesting. Um, and not having uh, your heart's desires in material world. Material world and Madonna. Material world. <laughs> but putting your trust in the Lord, in the spiritual, in, in your Holy Spirit, who leads you. Because we don't need anything. This is just a testing ground down here. God talks about it as refining us. This is called the earth, which is an anagram for the heart. God is love. So I believe, you know, if he wants children, he wants to refine us all. This is only a teeny weeny segment of what everything else consists of on a long piece of string. This is just one tiny five millimeter section of, you know, something that's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of millimeters. Uh, long. So how long's a piece of string? You know, <laughs> my dad used to say that to me. How long's a piece of string, dear? I don't know, dad. <laughs> Ask the right question, get the right answer, Confucius, he say. Hmm? So yes, asking these questions, working out what's dead, what's alive. So a dead body is very much the same as a zombie. So uh, if the people who are getting the um, the, the what's my call it, uh, the blue banana, then they're changing, aren't they? Because their blood is congealing and becoming thick. This only happens with dead people. <clears throat> but this is all also part of the plan of the Father, you know, because he is in control of everything. It is according to his will and his word. Nothing will return to him void. Everything has a purpose. So all these people that are doing all of this, you know, just all so synchronized, so meticulously organized, you know that God's got to be behind all of this. Nothing happens without his authorship or authority because he is the authority above all authorities. So don't ever doubt that. Yeah, everything they do, they, they're trying to make you doubt the Lord. Yeah, I believe this. So this is our final war between truth and lies. I believe this. Reality and not reality is my next heading. If it's a lie, then it's not real. Therefore, it doesn't exist. This is what the Lord has shown me. And it extends to every single facet of life. This is why they use Hollywood. Because it is a stage. It's holly. Because it's not holy. Holly is the word that they make um, which it sticks with. It's a type of wood called holly. They always go on about 
the land far, far away, don't they? Have you noticed this? In most of these young kids' films, the land far, far away. And that is because Afar is actually the land of Africa. Far, far away. It's all buried in the lies. And we don't know who we are, where we come from. The cradle of the human civilization, rainbow land. Hmm. It's also the land of Canaan, as in Barbaria, where Conan the Barbarian comes from. So at the moment, we have a reality that we're born into, and we're born dead through Adam, the first Adam, because of what they did in the garden. The second Adam is Jesus, who came to raise us from the dead so that we are no longer dead, but alive in Christ. This is very interesting because the second Adam, who is the truth, comes with the sword of truth in his mouth. It's a double-edged sword, so it's going to cut. And it's cutting right to the bone. It's a revelation, it's an unveiling of the truth, as I've already said. Now, I've already also said that you go before the altar when you're unveiled as a bride, but also when you go before the Lord. Also, very interesting, same words. The people on the TV are glitching, so they can't be real. This is a type of um, hologram. It's a matrix type of thing. I've seen many glitches recently. I saw a lady running up the hill. Within five minutes, she was running up the same hill. But she didn't have time to run around the block. So it must have been a glitch. Um, <laughs> so I've had many glitches. Yeah. You also get the demons where the, the pop stores are turning into demons. You know, when you, as I say, when you screenshot watching a movie or a video, screenshot various aspects and see what you can see. And you'll see amazing things. Yeah. So amazing. You'll also see their eyes slitting and things. Um, so the demons take over their bodies once they've sold their souls. There's lots of ways this can happen. With the vril, they put a little worm in the eye, and it's a black-eyed club, and they all get, well, this thing, the vril, takes over the whole body. It uh, takes over the host. Um, so the person in there is not there anymore. So also, those people who become injected, shown the other day, I've already done a, a sermon on it called Get Out, which is like that film where um, they take over the mind and the person goes into a dunk, dark, sunken, dark place. It's called the sunken place. And they have no control of their own mind, but they're a passenger. So this similar sort of thing happens when your blood congeals, that you set, you no longer are in this reality you cease to be in this reality. You go into the metaverse and become a bot. And so it's swapping places with the dead. It's very clever. So your body still walking around, but because your blood stopped, your soul's not there. Your consciousness is not there because that all goes through the life. Yeah? You're not in this life anymore when your blood stops. So you cease to be in this reality and you go into a metaverse. So that's why I believe when the Lord says they will seek death but not find it, this is why, because they won't be officially dead. Their, their consciousness is transferred into a cloud 
and notice all the terms of all the things that they have currently. So you've got in England, you've got BT, British Telecom, but they call it open reach. You know why it's called open reach? Because it's an open reach into your mind. This is AI opposite to God, which is I am. Everything is in the words, the names. Also, please be advised that all utility companies, which is utility wide, I don't know why you're paying for it. You shouldn't have to pay for it because it should be free for making electricity what they can charge you for became dangerous when they split this into an alternate current and a direct current. This makes it dangerous. Before this, we had free technology in the 1800s. Just need to look on the tram lines. You'll see all the tram lines all over the world. Mm -hmm. So we had free electricity by changing it all over so that we have to pay for every single little thing. It's uh, to make our lives difficult so that you spend all your life working, 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 working. You don't own your house because it's a mortuary deed. Yeah. And a mortgage, mortuary deed. And you've got the queen who's coronated working for Satan because she has knights with a K. So they're kings, but they work for Satan, who is the king of the night. Yeah. Air, airtime. Satan is king of the air. And you have airtime and live camera action hollywood opposite to god who is holy double l not so good because l is another word for god so god is called l and the fact that they've got a double l means they want to be god yeah so interesting it really is it's all in the letters and the words like the words noel when they sing happy christmas they sing noel they're singing no god god showed me this so pagan all of these pagan celebrations easter christmas every single one of them are pagan evil so this is all of war for your mind so it's about keeping your perspective it's it's a bit like having a psycho yeah and you watch these films the psychos haven't you where um a woman can't have the man that she wants so she goes and boils the little pet rabbits yeah called a bunny boiler so yeah all of it's within the bible all of it's the truth you've only got one truth there's no no separation yeah with with what's going on at the moment you need to separate you can't accept lies otherwise you'll be defiled it's all about being holy and true holy and true and well-versed and ready read all about it read all about it read why ready read why um so when they sell their souls and when they believe lies they become part of satan and the dead and they have no spirit no soul anymore so they are the walking dead it's like a double dead do you understand what i'm trying to say that's what i'm working out anyway so the person that's had one of these jabs that doesn't exist in that body, they're not there anymore. They're now operated through a computer system, AI, which is what it's all about. 5G, that all connects as well. So this somehow sends out frequency and by playing certain music, you can make patterns. Did you know this? So music, sound, vibration, positive and negative it's all about power, electric, elect. We are elect, so we are electric. 
yeah? Uh, it's all connected with the words. So I'm finding anyway. But these guys of the dead, they have no life. So they're operating through something that is not real. This is alternate. It's an alternate type of life. It is a virtual, a mirror of what we have. It's a virtual. Notice this also in the books of Enoch, when he talks about this generation, he uses the word virtual. Yeah. So these are interesting, but these words, because we're in a virtual type of reality. The only reality we want to exist in is the truth and the word, because Jesus tells us that the word will set us free. The truth, who is Jesus, and is the king of peace. Also, Jerusalem is also Salem. You are Salem. So you are the people of peace because Jesus is the king of peace. You are Salem. You are peace. So if you're part of the kingdom and you're part one of the children of God, you are also a child of the peace. Peace. Very interesting. Um, so the people who get the vril, they become the Black Eye Club. And now you can just look it up. All of the famous people, kings, queens, movie stars, pop stars, they all have black eyes from this vril thing. Very interesting. Um, what else? So, I've done this study on on the two aspects. We've got the zombies and we've got the dead. Okay. We've got the injected, same as a zombie, it appears. Interesting. Uh, I found an article on hopkinsmedical.org, which I'm going to read you. Bear in mind that there is no disease called COVID-19. Okay, as I read this, please bear this in mind. There's only what is a response to an injection, which are all of these symptoms, so-called COVID-19, is the result of 5G radiation and the injection itself. So, when you listen to me read this article, bear that in mind. Okay, COVID-19 is very complex. The coronavirus, COVID-19, attacks the body in many different ways, ranging from mild to life-threatening. Different organs and tissues of the body can be affected, including the blood. Um, so we've also got lung diseases and uh, critical care that's needed because you're, you're having problems with lungs, blood, um, which they say is SARS-CoV-2, yeah, which causes COVID-19. So one links to the other. And then we've got the blood clots. Blood clots can cause problems ranging from mild to life-threatening uh, problems. If a clot blocks, blocks the blood flow in the vein or artery, the tissue normally nourished by the blood vessel can be deprived of oxygen and cells in that area can die. Some people infected with SARS-CoV-2, which is from the injection, or from the 5G towers, develop abnormal clotting, blood clotting. In some people, we are seeing massive inflammation in um, various areas, cytokine storm that raises clotting factors in the blood. 
And then we've got, we're seeing blood clots in the lungs, which is called the pulmonary embolism, legs, deep vein thrombosis and elsewhere. It's a serious illness, especially causes inflammation, all associated with the blood clots. Research is still being explored into what all of these results are, what what it's causing, yeah? But if you think about it, if you had a blood clot in your brain, it would stop you from functioning. You'd become a bit sort of schizophrenic. You'd become forgetful. And there's been quite a big study um, with the NHS in the UK where they're, you know, looking at Alzheimer's disease, which is on the increase. That's very interesting too. People are dying from heart attacks, which happens when you have clotting. Um, and so all of these, and they're getting cancer, yeah, which is worms. So <laughs> all of it is all related to the same thing. I think it's very, very interesting. Kidneys as well. It's another problem that they have problems with because your kidneys are working, trying to work overtime with all of this going on. They clot, uh, and this can lead to kidney failure as well. Um, it clogs the filter to the machine di- designed to remove impurities in the blood. So don't you think that's interesting? I think it is. Peripheral blood vessels... Um, as well, small blood clots can become lodged and tiny blood vessels, and this can cause bigger problems. And this can also happen on the skin and can result in rashes. Some people as well de- develop tiny blood clots that cause reddish or purple areas to clot and make their toes black and all sorts of things. Their legs go a different color. Some people have lost their whole legs, yeah? So interesting. Looks a bit like frostbite. (coughs) Interesting. And it's very similar to what the Lord said, that the flesh would decay off the body. Um, My next heading is, how many levels of dead are there? Well, I think it's very interesting because we're, (laughs) if we're bonded to Christ, we're alive in Christ. So, there's only one level of alive. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. When you're joined to Christ, your spirit is joined to Christ and you are alive because you're now existing in the spirit as well as in the physical. This separates you from the dead because you're in the truth, which is the light and the life and the word. This all connects you up with the the head priest who is Jesus Christ, who is our communicator to the heavenlies and so this is like the holy of holies if we if we have an understanding of that it's like the tabernacle and it's like the ark of the covenant but also the ark from noah's day protected uh, notice that the lord shut the door on the ark for noah so the lord seals us as a people and protects us from the dead if we are truly alive in Christ, that's where the seal comes in. Because the word seal has got so many different um, applications, uh, I believe anyway. 
So the Lord's sealing his people. Notice this, when the angels, the four angels are released. And this happens when the Euphrates dries up. The four angels are released, but told not to harm God's people. Yeah, those with the seal. Okay, so I believe since the Euphrates is dried up, we're seeing a, bit, a lot of this going on. That's why I believe the people do twirls and they're seeing the Grim Reaper. Um, and they give it all to you in movies, don't they, about the Grim Reaper, your day. Yeah, and your days are all numbered. The Lord has counted all your hairs on, on your head. Hmm. But in the Bible, Jesus refers to these uh, fake Jews as children of Satan. They're snakes, and they have slit eyes, obviously. Yeah, sometimes when people open their mouths on the TV, you can see that it looks like a snake's mouth. The The layout of the mouth is different to a human's mouth. So next time you look at photographs, just look at the, that and compare it to a viper, and you'll see that there's, there's many elements within their mouths which look like a snake. Then you've got the Vatican, which is shaped like a snake. They serve Satan, and so do the fake Jews, and so do the Muslims. They all worship the same God, which is Satan, Baal, Nimrod, all various names, but Satan nevertheless. And they speak lies because they have no truth inside them, because they're filled with darkness, which comes with Satan and death and darkness and lies. So people who are in lies and in darkness, they don't speak nice things. They speak dark things to hurt because they want to cause pain, which leads to death. When you understand this, that it really is a war between truth and lies, that's why Jesus said to them, don't you understand me? Don't you speak my language? Because he speaks the truth. He also says, you will be my witnesses. Now you can only be a witness if you have eyes to see and ears to hear. How else can you be a witness? Yes. So anyone who is a child of God is called to be a witness. Not only this, they're called to baptize and make disciples of many nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes. But also, those people then also have authority in the name of Jesus to cast out demons, raise the dead, heal the sick, help the poor, to do all the works of Christ. We can only do this if we're children of God. So we need people who can show you how to do this, yes, and also explain to you what your strengths are and what the power of truth is, and understanding who you are, that you have authority over demons. So no matter what happens, even AI, the robots, and all this, I believe we have authority over that because they're not alive. Notice they're using false... Um, electricity to power them up because they cannot operate without it. Okay. Uh, some people have said, oh, well, they're going to probably have um, some type of solar operating them. Yeah. Well, maybe. But because they're all on a hive mind, AI is anyway, and demons, then they have no authority over the living, and I'm part of the living. So I understand that. So I know that they have no authority because I'm not fighting a machine. I'm fighting a demon 
that's operating it, or a whole host of them, a legion, as an I am legend, like the film. Yeah, very interesting. I am legion. That's what the, they said to Jesus, these demons. Jesus said, who are you? And he said, I am legend. I am legion. Because they're all a part of a legion. Religion. Religion. Ooh, is that a, another legion? Careful of religion. Just follow God. Be a child of God. That Have you noticed with all these different religions, legion, become part of legion, um, they all teach different things. They're not unified in the body and any kingdom that is divided will not stand according to what Jesus says. So it's about reading the living word and understanding it. If you're unsure, asking the Lord, playing Bible verses every day, trying to learn a book a day as much as you can. We are in a hurry as well. We haven't got a lot of time. I don't believe. If you, if you're unsure about something, you're going to have to go off and research it. So God's shown me anyway. So I've had a few conflicts with people online and <laughs> the Lord was like, well, you need to make your mind up. You know, do you believe in the blood or not? Is the Bible my, my word or not? You know? I believe God's in control, so I had to make a decision on it. Is my name Jesus or Yeshua? I've had this all from the Lord. And if you don't know, how can you help others? So if you're unsure, take that and take it as a challenge to figure it out. And it's really fun. It is. It's really fun to go off and research and speak to God about it and say, look, I don't understand this. Because he doesn't want you to be confused. Because actually, it's quite simple. It's either truth or lies. It's black or white. And he doesn't want you sitting on the fence, not being sure. Because he loves you. And he wants you to be sure. Because the truth will set you free. But if you believe some lies, then you're on the fence and you're a hypocrite. Potentially. We don't want that. Yes? The faithless also and the cowards are the ones that go in the pits. So we need to be strong and united and stand on the rock. And defend the truth and stand up for the truth for our brothers and sisters. So if we see someone getting persecuted or badly treated and they're with Christ, we need to defend them and come to their aid as much as possible. I believe anyway. Because we're demonstrating that truth is on our lips, we don't speak lies. We're part of the tribe of truth. That's why we're real, is real. There's no lies on our lips. We speak only the truth. And people who believe lies live in the darkness. They cannot see the truth. So, yes, it really is so interesting. And it's not real because it's a lie. So interesting. Notice with liars, they have to tell bigger lies. And so if someone can tell a little lie, they can tell big lies. And uh, if they can um, steal a small amount, they can steal a big amount. So very interesting, uh, I think. Um So I've had many dreams about the truth and the lies. And one of them was a, a sort of a round circle of a village and inside was this tribe of truth in blue, like a bluey white, very clean, like they were glowing clean white. And then outside were these people with white gowns, but they were covered in dirt. And uh, But they couldn't go in the village of truth because they were dirty. <laughs> 
I like it. And so, and I had a dream last night, which also confirms everything I'm saying. Um, in my dream, I was in a room which represented this world. And at the end of the room was a mirror. And behind the mirror was another mirror. <laughs> and behind that mirror was the truth and a portal to the truth, which was hidden from us. And the truth was thrown to the ground. And the depiction of truth in this world, we're living in an illusion. That's what I got. And they've changed the times and the places. And it's for a time, time, and time, time, and half time. <laughs> so I got 250 years in the dream. But it's all a mirror, a facade, uh, a facade, not real. I've done sermons on that as well. It's just an illusion. <laughs> so, but also it was about connecting up with the truth and the portal, which takes you out of this reality into a different reality. And so that made me think of Enoch, you know, when he was translated to heaven because he spoke the same language. Um, so I believe it's all connected with this. So that was all about my dream last night. Every day I get dreams and they're all different. At the moment I'm getting a lot of dreams about portals, gateways, stargates, um, and things like that. So I've already talked about coroners. Um, so there's many words like govern. Yeah. So to govern is to go and burn. Vern is to govern, basically. Okay, so just to break some words apart for you. In Afrikaans, the word verstaan, which is verse, and also vern, notice, and stand, means you understand it. So the truth is in all the languages. It really is. Um, and when you understand, you understand the word. You're within the word and you're governed by your master, our father, in heaven, who is the truth. So this is where the word comes from. And it's very interesting because you've got certain words that have got root elements that you can work out what the what they're really saying. Um, so, in fact, I watched a King Charles speech 2020 all about the climate and all this cuck. Lots of rubbish in that. But... He spoke in a coded way, yes. Environment, for example, what I was shown, I dissected all the words and I only got, I think, through a portion, a very small portion of it, because I realized it's just going to take forever to do it. He was telling us that he's going to exterminate us, not only in his proper speech, but also in the coded words. So environment is to envy iron, meant so it's to envy the children of god who are meant to be ruling we're going to be taking over as the saints and this is all in the bible at the right time there'll be a remnant and they will claim a portion of land and the lord will rescue them he says that he will come on a ship ships yes very interesting notice that ships in the sky like they call those ships also. Then you get ships on the ocean. And then the firmament is an ocean also. And then you've got the ocean, which is an ocean. 
very interesting. And the abyss is a womb and it's a matrix. Very interesting. Then you've got the woman who gives birth. Yes. But also you've got the labor pains and there'll be a new heaven and a new earth and it will be on earth as it is in heaven. <laughs> and you get a, uh, that, well, you get these songs that the, the Lord has the whole earth in his hands. Yes. And you get a new heart. Yeah. And, uh, the Lord has you engraved on the palms of his hands and he gives you a new heart with the laws engraved into your heart. So very beautiful. Jesus gives us a helper and he says, I have to go. But where I'm going, I will set, I'll, you know, I'll build many, many mansions, get your mansions ready. But I'm going to have to go because I have to leave the Holy Spirit with you so that this work can be completed. Very interesting. So beautiful. And uh, I think it was Thomas who said, oh, you have to go. Uh, and Jesus, yeah, I have to go. Yeah. But I'm going to, you know, leave this Holy Spirit with you, which is my helper. Adam also gets a helper. Very interesting. Eve. So also when Eve was made, Adam was asleep. <laughs> and in a way, we've been asleep. So um, if you think about it, Jesus is the second Adam. And now we're all asleep whilst the bride is made. So very interesting, isn't it? And Jesus always says, wake up from your stupor. <laughs> um but also, it's like we're under a spell. Have you noticed this? They're putting a lot of programs, the words TV, television, the programming, the series, the lights, camera, action, airtime. It's all there, isn't it? Mm. It's hard to understand it all. The word frozen is another one. Frozen is justice, just ice. Police, pole ice cold uh you got snow white yeah justice again lady justice mentioned in acts 28 frozen is um uh, so interesting because i was shown by the lord that the woman is called fro yes and then you've got frozen and they keep telling you winter's coming remember we're the temple of god satan has no dominion in your head if you're a child of God and you have chosen the truth not to believe lies. And by this, I mean not trusting in man. Yes, that's why he keeps saying, don't trust in man. Stop leaning on your own understanding. Just come to me. That's why Jesus had to come here so that we can have this one-to-one -one with the Lord. No more excuses anymore. <sighs> right. So what else have I got? Um, what Jesus says to the dead. Yeah. And there's many phrases about the dead. And I wanted to go through some of this with you. Uh, in Ecclesiastes 9, colon 5, For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing, and they have no more reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Very interesting. In another verse of the Bible, it tells me that Satan, the devil, who is but never was. Very interesting. Uh, Hebrews 9, colon 27. And just as it is appointed for man to die once, 
and after that comes judgment. 1 John 4, colon 1, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is important because we're not expecting any prophets. Everybody in the world will have the Spirit of the Lord poured on us. And the, the children will dream dreams and, and see many visions, many, many visions. This doesn't make them prophets. Um, and also, you've got the, the two witnesses. And understanding that as well is a whole new kettle of fish. So I've discovered. But anyway, let me continue. Psalm 115, 17. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor do any who go down into silence. 1 Thessalonians 4, 12 to 16. So that you may walk properly before outsiders and dependent on no one. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, but those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so through Jesus God will bring with them those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself would descend from heaven with the cry of a command, with the voice of an archangel, with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will first rise, will rise first. Leviticus 19.31 Do not turn to mediums or necromancers. Do not seek them out, and so make yourselves unclean by them. I am the Lord your God. So these people who are doing medicines is a type of magic. <coughs> Telelivism is also hypnotism. People are hypnotized. It's all witchcraft. But you cannot be affected by witchcraft if you are in the truth. But you need to fully repent and do the sinner's prayer. And I always as well, when I do my sinner's prayer every day, I repent and I seek forgiveness of my family of follow pagans and to break those chains because otherwise you can come under generational curses as well. There was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen who feasted sumptuously every day. And at the, his gate was laid a poor man named, named Lazarus covered with sores who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores. The poor man died and was carried by the angel to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried, and in Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. So interesting. Why is this so interesting? Well... We know where the dead go. So some people may seem like they're really great here. They might have everything. They might have all their rewards here, but not have it when they die. So it's a different set of scales. It's a mirror version of it. It's a reflection as it is in heaven. That's why we've got to pray that the Lord 
will let us forgive others. We must forgive others, otherwise Jesus will not forgive us. So everything that you want from the Lord, you have to make sure that you're prepared to give it also. Isn't that interesting? Otherwise you're a hypocrite. 1 Timothy 2 colon 5 For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Isaiah 8 colon 19 And when they say to you, inquire of the mediums and the necromancers who chirp and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Should they inquire of the dead on behalf of the living? So you must never go see a tarot reader because they are going to lead you to destruction. Romans 5, 5 colon 12 Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, the death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. But the thing is, Jesus came to set us free from this, the second Adam. John 3, colon 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Luke 16, colon 26, And besides all this, between us and you are a great chasm has been fixed, in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able, and none may cross from there to us. What does this mean? Well, the way I understand this is there's a separation between the truth and the lies. So by sitting on the fence, you're joining the two together. So you need to stand firm on the rock in the truth. 1 Chronicles 10, colon 13 to 14. So Saul died for his breach of faith. He broke faith with the Lord in that he did not keep the command of the Lord and also consulted a medium seeking guidance. He did not seek guidance from the Lord, therefore the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, the son of Jesse. Deuteronomy 18, colon 11. You mustn't go to a charmer either, or a necromancer, inquire of the dead. Acts 4, colon 12. And there is salvation through no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men, by which we must be saved. Echolastes 9, colon 5 to 6, For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. I've already read that. John 14, colon 3, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am you may also be. That was what I was talking about earlier. Daniel 12, colon 2, And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. So that's interesting because I've actually been debating all this. So a lot of people are waking up, okay? Some are believing in God and some are not. So so they've got the opportunity to find the Lord through the truth because they know that there's lies. People openly worship Satan, so they know that Satan's real. <laughs> so then they must know that God's real. And uh, when they come to this realization, They'll come to the Lord, hopefully, and be resurrected with Christ in the living. Psalm 146, colon 4. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day, his plans perish. And Romans 14, colon 8. If we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, 
We are the Lord's because he's purchased us. We belong to the Lord. Uh, Revelation 19, colon 20, And the beast was captured, and with it the false prophet, who is in its presence, had done the signs by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped its image. These two were thrown alive into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur. So, very interesting. <laughs> and Revelation 14, colon 13 is a very interesting passage. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write this, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Blessed indeed, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, for their deeds follow them. Very interesting. I'll tell you what I think this means. I may be wrong. But I believe, you know, after Jesus died, he conquered death and went to Hades and freed Adam and Eve from Hades. And uh, they were returned to the Garden of Eden, as was promised uh, when the Lord cast them out of the Garden. And so now we've got an open communication with the Lord, number one. Number two, we don't have to go to Hades. We've got open communication with the heavens in the living, as in in the physical world, but also in the spiritual world, the multidimensional. But when you die from here in the physical and your body dies, I believe you'll be rejoined with Christ, no longer having to return to Hades in that way. But that's my personal opinion. Okay, but I've also uh, found that many people who die, they go and they meet uh, their family and they meet Jesus in the heavens. And uh, it's very beautiful. So there's so many stories of people meeting Jesus. Hmm. Ezekiel 18, colon 32. For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Lord God. So turn and live. Psalm 23, 4, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And Jesus said to them in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I think I've already read that. And this goes on and on. I've got so many of them. <laughs> I think... Uh, I'll probably copy and paste this into our channels because this goes on and on and on. There's so many. Jesus said to them, this I found very interesting, in Luke 9, colon 59, 60, which I told you about, to the, another he said, follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, leave the dead to bury the dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. So Jesus was coming here to proclaim the kingdom of God. And that's what his main message was, because he was bringing the kingdom of heaven to us. It's a bit like what he did to remove this restraint that was in place with the priests, because we had to see a priest before. So now we're not restricted anymore. We've got the freedom to go straight to heaven. No more restrictions. So don't be led to the lies and deceit in the same way. Hmm. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, 
In Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you and my righteous in hold you with my righteous right hand. And the Lord is very righteous. Amazing. 2 Peter 1 colon 1 3. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. Very beautiful. Uh, 1 Timothy 4, colon 1 to 2. Now the Spirit expressly says that in later times some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons through the insincerity of liars whose conscious consciences are sealed. Uh, <laughs> And then 1 Thessalonians 4, colon 16 to 17. For the Lord himself would descend from heaven with the cry of command, with the voice of an archangel and the sound of a trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Pretty read you that. So important, obviously. Thank you, Lord. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. And then Colossians 3, colon 4. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. <sighs> I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Philippians 4, colon 13. So don't be deceived. Remember that the Lord is with us and he loves us and he strengthens us. There's no unity between the dead and the living. So just like Jesus would not hang around with the dead, you also need to be careful who you yoke yourself with. As you've probably experienced, as I have already I found out that people were not who they said they were. You can live with someone all your life and not know them. It's so interesting, isn't it? But also with all the stuff that's gone on, we've had so many people go through divisions in their family. And for this, I'm very sorry. But I can tell you that through David's hardest times, he grew closest to the Lord. And the Psalms are mainly written by David in his tough times. And David was the apple of God's eye. When David was little, he was uh, put out to be a shepherd of the sheep. I, I reckon he was about five years old when he was asked to do this. And uh, he had his brothers, and he wasn't really liked, you know, by his family. He was like an outcast. And his only friend was the Lord. And uh, so he battled a bear, and he battled a lion, and the Lord helped him. So then when it came to... Um, getting rid of Goliath, no one else was prepared to fight Goliath. David was because he had his strength in his faith totally built up. And he knew the power of the Lord because he had no one else to rely on as a youngster. So he'd become very familiar with the Lord and the workings of the Lord. And so he trusted the Lord. He didn't need to worry about anything else 
And so when he slay the giant, he had this little stone in a sling. It was obviously quite a big stone. And he flicked it and it hit the giant in his head. And then the giant fell to the ground and he cut off his head. Just like that. Very amazing. Um, and he had the big sword that belonged to Goliath that he slay him with, from what I can understand and remember. Hebrews 10, 19 to 24. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and the living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And the Lord has promised us all of these amazing things. He will wipe all your tears away. I promise you it will be worth it, everyone. Please, just please hold on with everything you've got to the Lord. Don't trust in man. Don't worry. The Lord has got full control of this. I remember when I got storm raided by the government. I had about 20 officers come in my home at 7 o'clock in the morning one day. And I said to God, now what? He said, don't worry, I've got you. He said, I've got you. Boy, did he have me. He had me. And I trusted that. And I want you to know that's what the Lord says to his people. This is a heritage of being a child of God. That everything you ask in the name of the Lord, he will provide. If you believe it, you can move a mountain. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And that's in Romans 12, 12, 12 2. In Genesis 2, colon 7, Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. And in the same way, as we are all waking up, the Lord is breathing his spirit on all of his children. All of us have strength. All of us are together. All of us have the power of God inside us the strength, the unity. Notice that we're unified through love and love conquers all. But we cannot be joined unless we're all part of the truth. I believe the truth is like a string that joins us all together. I once had a dream and in my dream was a string like a little thread and on it were little words, yeah, and they were dancing around in multiple colors like rainbows. <laughs> and one, as one string would come over, it was hooked into my arm, into my flesh. And the string of words was attached. And then another string was coming and being hooked into my flesh. And I think what this dream means 
is that the Lord's word is being attached to this physical world. He's hooked in. We are attached. We're connected to the Lord and nothing can conquer it. If you're part of the word, you're part of the truth because we are letters in Christ as well, then we're joined in unity through the Holy Spirit. And so Christ is the word and Christ is alive inside us all. There's nothing you need. Everything you need is within you because the Lord is inside you. And so you have no fear, you have nothing to doubt, but only the truth, which is Jesus Christ. In um, John 3, 68, it says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. So I believe this is where the Lord is trying to explain that we have a fleshly body and we also have a spirit. And these are two separate elements, totally separate. But we are given a body and we're also given a spirit when we come to the earth. If you like, you can think of it that this is a... Um, on loan to you and then you need to return it in the same order as you received it so like if you borrow a mobile phone of someone and then you return it and it's all broken and smashed up screen and it doesn't work the person will be really annoyed with you so in the same way because you've been purchased by the lord everything that you have belongs to the lord you are purchased we are no longer slaves to Satan. We are slaves to the truth and the word. And we are no longer slaves to Satan. We are no longer in bondage to Satan. Satan and his demons, the cronies who don't like us, have got no jurisdiction, no authority in my life or your life. Not if you're a child of God. And when it comes to fighting the evil that we're going to have to fight, the strength will be in the truth and in the word and the love and the unity of the spirit. So if you hate your brother, then there's no love of Christ inside you. Yeah. What I think this also means is that if you've done something, you know, that's uh, hurt someone, go and correct it. Sometimes I will say something to someone. I'll be a bit flippant, you know, a bit annoyed with them and I'll have an ache. And it's my Holy Spirit. It's like, I don't like that. And it won't rest until I go and say something. Say, so, sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that. I'll say, I did mean to say it like that. But the, the Lord has shown me I was wrong. And I'm sorry, will you forgive me? Yes. And it's about being truth. Truth laid bare. Wow, isn't that amazing? And what I want to end this with is, are there zombies mentioned in the Bible? No, there isn't. But it tells me a little bit about what we can expect and how to compare some of the things that I've been discussing. Uh, in, <laughs> in certain um, stories, we've got, the, you know, 
the question of zombies in the Bible. Um, and we've got the stories, the resurrection. We've got uh, Elijah, the widow's son in 1 Kings 17, colon 17 to 24. We've got Lazarus in John 11 and Jesus himself. There's also a strange account in Matthew 27, colon 52 to 53. It says, at Jesus' death, some of God's followers were brought back to life and walked around Jerusalem. See, I find these things very interesting. Hmm. But nothing resembles zombies in, in such a way. But we do have Jesus referring to people as dead. Those people who are not born again. Notice you have to be born again and reborn. Because you, you basically become a new creature when you become part of Christ. And the baptism, I believe, is the seal when you get baptized. And also, I believe the Sabbath is also a seal because it's a silent covenant between you and the Lord. But also being baptized is the purification, the symbolizing of washing away your sins, washing away those sins, but also you're saved by the blood. Now, I watched a video the other day about some people who are having, um, there was a lady who was having problems with demon, demon attacks. And she didn't know any of the Bible verses. She didn't know what to say. And uh, But she remembered the blood and the word blood. And she just said blood <laughs> in the blood. And the demons flee. Because they knew the power of the blood of Jesus. So also, remember that you are saved by the blood that Jesus shed for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So these are the, just a few little things that I wanted to bring to you just to close that we are the living, we are not the dead. What makes us the living? Because we're part of the truth and the truth is on our lips because lies are not real. They don't exist. But the truth is the only reality and it's the only way to be freed. And this only comes through Jesus. There is no other way. Many people would try and attempt to go a different way through a side doorway, but they will not have any success because there is only one way and there's no shortcuts. Also, notice that the gate and the pathway are very narrow. So you have to get rid of all your baggage. If you had loads of suitcases, you'd have to dump them. So in the same way, you've got to dump all of your hassles and your insecurities, your doubts, um, your unforgiveness, your revenge, your anger, all of those things, you have to totally let go and dump the baggage. <laughs> Imagine taking all your problems, putting them in a bowl and handing them all to Jesus. Because he says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Hand it to, to Jesus. Because he really does care and he really wants you to share your problems with him so that he can joyfully rescue you like a knight in shining armor. That's how I think of him. And he's loving you. He wants to demonstrate his true love for you and show you his multi, mighty power. And I think he's a bit of a show off also. You know, I've had it before where people have come up against me and uh, they really tried to hurt me and destroy me. 
And then the Lord has scattered all my enemies so that they have no strength because the Lord is with me. And they just scatter. They whimper. I've had people shake. Their knees shake before me. Because the Lord is with me. And it's not me they're scared of. It's the Lord. Also remember that Jesus said, they hate me. They hated me. So they will hate you also. So when you fall out with people, sometimes it's not just something you've done. Yeah, it's the spirit inside you, the glow, the light, because the candle is glowing in you. The candle. Yeah, it's very beautiful. The spirit is ignited and alive. And people find it attractive. You see, your Holy Spirit talks to their Holy Spirit as well. Very beautiful. Sometimes the Holy Spirit might be cramped. They've had a hard time and they haven't forgiven people. The Holy Spirit is feeling injured down there. (laughs) Um, But it's attracted. So, you know, you get good responses. But also that's why you get positive and negative. People go, oh, one minute they want to hear you, next minute they don't. It's because they're having an inner conflict inside themselves as well. So interesting it is. (laughs) It's very, very hard in the world. Because, well, if you're like me, well, for me, everything was about me and my business and life. And well, now I realize that nothing matters. I find the material world totally distasteful, horrendous don't want to be partaking in growing this evil system any further than I have to. Um, Notice that the whole world is going through this, yeah, and, um, you know, many people are buying pieces of land, yeah, but actually you don't own anything when you buy it. So they don't really have the right to sell it either because everything belongs to the Lord. So I think it's going to come to the point where uh, they take everything because they want you to live on nothing, don't they? They're going to give you allocated money which will expire, a digital currency, um, and it's also a social credit system, and it's an AI type of uh, facial recognition which is also the mark of the beast, which you need to have flowing in your veins so they can have full control of every thought, thinking. So for you to access your money, you'll have to be part of the hive. And if you're not, you'll be considered a nuisance and they'll probably hunt us down. At the moment in the UK, we've got uh, the Ukrainian refugees lie. There's no refugees here. They're just big strapping men ready to come and exterminate us all. Yeah, all Muslims. Yeah, notice we've got Muslim leaders of the UK now. Yeah, Um, Mr. Sunak, who calls us modern slaves in the UK. Yeah, and then you've got a, a Muslim leader of Scotland. So England has been sold out. England will fall to ruin. And as soon as I saw Sunak appointed, the Lord said, the kingdom will be ripped apart. 
and it will not be the same place for long. Many people are fleeing the UK, but you've got this going on everywhere. And the way also, it's very interesting because Trump was super buddies, wasn't he, with China? Don't you think it's interesting? I do. Let me quickly tell you my opinion. And China is the dragon, yeah? China is the one who does all the tech with AI, with the phones and the 5G. It's all connected, yeah, um, through that. And you can call it the dragon system, the AI, the demons, all Satan's system, yeah? That's why all the elections had to be falsified because they all sold out to the dragon and they all serve the dragon. But also the 10 kingdoms are the CDC, the NIH, the WEF and all of those, there's about 10 of them. Um, I believe the false prophet is the church, the Vatican, where everybody pays that in England. And that's where the money goes, I believe. And I believe that uh, they all serve Satan, the fake Jews, the Muslims. You just have to go back a few hundred years, well, less than this, a hundred odd years, um, less than that. Gosh, 80 years. Hmm. Uh, and you'll see they were selling orphans on the orphan trains. Yeah? They scattered us everywhere. The children of God don't know who they are. Yeah? Um, the fake Jews are not God's children. They're the children of Satan. They don't speak the language of truth. They have, are snakes, as Jesus said. And just like he says in the Revelation 2 to the Church of Philadelphia, I will make sure that these fake Jews, the pretenders that say they are God's children and are not God's children, they will come before you and they will bend down and they will acknowledge you that I have loved you. Yes. So... The children of God got spread around and we got scattered. When Jesus came here, he said, I've come to preach the message to the lost tribes of Israel. You see, if they weren't lost, he wouldn't have said that. So he says everything he means. And the people that were around him obviously weren't all of the lost tribes of Israel. And if the Jews were the lost tribes of Israel, Jesus wouldn't have said that. Would he? he wouldn't have said you are snakes father of your father satan you speak lies just like your father satan from the line of cain <laughs> that's why the lord goes on about the canaanites no canaanite will be allowed in the temple and so yeah it's about knowing who you are all right and uh, all the children of God are all over the world. And we've been told that we are Gentiles, not children of God. This is lies. We're led to believe that the synagogue was a priestly place. No, it couldn't have been. Where was the Ark of the Covenant, everybody? Come on, ask these questions. You might get the right answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were conquered by Babylonians. Nebuchadnezzar, who the Lord instructed to do this, and all of the wealth was taken. All of Solomon's treasures were taken. The ark was taken. All of the gold cups, all of the utensils from the altar, everything was taken. Our enemies have that. 
And here we are. In um, in the stories, uh, I'm told that the Philistines had the Ark of the Covenant for a little while, but they gave it back to us because they were cursed, because they had it. So I cursed them also in the name of Jesus. Those people who hide the knowledge of God and the true artifacts, not just the ark, but everything, I curse you in the name of Jesus. Your kingdom has fallen. Babylon has fallen. And now we will see it manifest. Only the truth can stand. Lies have no stability. They're slippery. Yeah. So I proclaim this in the name of Jesus. We have salvation through Jesus Christ and we are saved through the blood. We have the full authority of Jesus Christ to move mountains in the name of Jesus if we know who we are. And he says, greater works will you do than I. I believe it. Believe it because we need to believe it. Everything depends on believing the truth and having faith, having strength. Yeah, God will build us up. We'll be a very strong unit. We've all just got to be singing from the same hymn sheet and not be led astray by lies. Don't believe anything you watch on the TV. Don't believe anything you hear on the radio. Check everything. Yeah, please. And know that the Lord is in control. He really is. This all has to happen. As it's written in the Bible. I believe this. Hmm. So I think that brings us to an end of this sermon. I'm going to close with the sinner's prayer. And I just pray you all have an amazing day. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that you came to earth and died on the cross for my sins. I know you are the Son of God. And I know that salvation comes through no other name but yourself. Jesus Christ. I know that I'm a sinner and I beg forgiveness for my sins. I wish to follow you. I am saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. I cast out all demons, hexes, curses, witchcraft, Satan and his cronies in the name of Jesus. Out you go, including illness. I cast you out. All curses, witchcraft, Satanism, everything. Anybody praying witchcraft, anything evil around me, in my country, I command you in the name of Jesus. You have no authority over God's children. We are the children of the Lord. We have authority over you. Nothing you do, I bind you all. Everything you do that's evil will be exposed and the truth will come out in the name of Jesus. And through us exposing the lies, we will all be strengthened together. And we will love each other stronger. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will give us the wisdom and the ability to know the truth, the knowledge and understanding, and the ability to share the truth so that we are not censored supernaturally, that you'll give us supernatural ability so that we will reach high numbers of people that need to hear this message of truth, that everyone that hears the sermon today will share this message with others, 
that it will encourage others, even if they haven't found Christ, that they will be led to Christ, that they will know the truth and the truth will set them free. I also pray that you will give us sufficient funds that we can financially manage supernaturally like you did in the old times, feeding us the manna from heaven, that you will feed us supernaturally half a gallon of oil, half a liter of oil will just never end while we are all struggling. Petrol will not run out in our cars. Our bank balances will not run dry. That you'll provide for us supernaturally in these tough times that we're not led to embarrass ourselves or you and sin and lie. I pray this now in the name of Jesus. That you will provide a way where there is no way and I command all diseases to leave, all illnesses, all fear, all of it to leave in the name of Jesus now. All the witches that just do their little thing on hell, I command them to be cursed now. That all of them will start to show who they are. You'll be able to see it in their eyes and their skin colour. And the zombies will be exposed. You will be able to see them. People have sold their souls. You'll be able to see them shift. That you'll give us all supernatural vision and ability to see the enemy. Because the enemy has been hiding. We've not been able to identify the enemy, Father. We ask for supernatural ability. That you will bring down the veil and demonstrate who you are. Show us the power and the majesty of who you are and expose all of these evil entities. Show them to us. Let us see openly the truth from the lies. Let there be no question, Father, of the truth. Let no one be deceived. Let us expose these liars and these demon rulers. and Let us take the authority away from them. Appoint our new godly leaders that those people in Christ will have authority in your name to remove these evil entities, to demonstrate that there is a God and that you are God and there is no other God and that all will glorify your name and kneel before you and say thank you, Father, and understand the sacrifice you made when Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And we are raised from the dead. Let it be visible, Father. I pray right now that there will be no more question because these rulers masquerade as angels of light. These rulers and us children here on earth, we can't tell because they've hidden the truth. They whitewash everything. Please expose them. And let us openly battle them now. Let's de demote them. Let's get rid of these evil rulers. But only appoint godly people who have godly principles and use the Bible as their main theme to help the people so we all receive the truth and the light and the love because so many people are in pain. They're rejected by their family. Let us all feel the love and the unity of one another being joined to Christ. 
in the truth. Let all the demons flee when they see us coming. I pray this right now, that they will be petrified. And also, all the rulers too, let them have fear of your people, Father. Let them know that they have something to fear. Let your people not fear. Take that fear from your people and give it, give that fear to the children of Satan, that they will fear your children. Please, I pray, that it may glorify your holy name. And people may have some hope and some happiness again. Because at the moment it feels like we're on a train ride to hell. And I pray that you will give us some peace and some enjoyment and some victory. Give us some light at the end of the tunnel. Even though I walk through the valley of death, I know you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And I trust in you, Father. I trust in you. Give us our strength and our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. Lead us not into temptation. Let us forgive others as you've forgiven us. Let us walk in righteousness and in love and unity. Let us be an example. Let you be proud of us. Let you be pleased with us. Let us be pleasing to you, Father. Let us do your will according to as written, as you will, as you will it. it. Be your will. Your will to glorify your name, not for our sakes, but for your sake. Because you love us. We don't have any hope in anything else. You're all that's left, Father. You really are. We need you more than ever now. We love you very much, Father. So sorry our families have just destroyed any heritage, joined the enemy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry all our family did this. I'm sorry that you felt betrayed. Pray you will just give us all of us the spirit of understanding, strength, and power in your name. That all your children will know their power and strength in you. I pray this now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. It's Aisha from God FM. I hope you've had a lovely day. Don't celebrate Easter's and pagan festivals. They've all been mixed in with pagans. Yeah, please be careful what you celebrate. If in doubt, just give glory to the Lord for making you and for waking you up that you are sitting here today alive in Christ. The ultimate sacrifice, Jesus Christ. Thank you all. Have a great day. Oh, by the way, if you wish to find us, look for us on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Chrome, Apple. Bit shoot for our videos. Got FM Media on Telegram for our videos. We've got Got FM News Chat on Telegram. Got FM Bible School Chat. Got FM Sermons Chat and God's Home School Chat. Many different channels. Lots of different topics and lots and lots of different content. 
Uh, we've got new administrators and we're really trying to sort it out so that it's very easy and concise. We'll have Bible resources and sermon resources for all the different things that you might need. And if you wish to contact me, you're very welcome. Email me, admin at godfm.org.uk. If you wish to join our WhatsApp group, email me and let me know, and then I can join you to our WhatsApp group as well. Uh, I hope you all have an amazing day, as I say. Uh, if you want to listen to all the sermons, probably best to get Podbean, which is free and so easy to access all of them, to hear them all. But for all the videos, BitChute and God FM Media News. Okay, God FM Media Chat, beg your pardon, on Telegram. Radio then. Have a lovely day, everybody. God bless you. Take care. Please don't forget to share this content because we are censored. <laughs> God bless you. Bye, everyone.